2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 18 through 21. The message this morning is, is, it says, call to be called, to be and to do something for the kingdom. Let me say it again. You have been called to be called even farther. To be, that's a state of being. Then to do. In other words, do who you are. Who you've been called to be. Something for the kingdom. We're going to explain what the something is. Amen. So, reading out of 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 18, reading out of the New Living Translation, it reads as such in our hearing. And I will add some emphasis as I read. And all of this, your salvation, all that you have, all that you are, is a gift from God who brought you back at a cost <laughs> by his death, by his life, by his sacrifice. He brought us back to himself through Christ Jesus, who is our redeemer, our atonement, our Lord, our Savior. And God has given us an assignment, a responsibility, a task of going out and reconciling, bringing people back to him. For God was in Christ reconciling, that is bringing the world back to himself, no longer counting our sins, our transgressions against us. And then he gave us this wonderful message that Jesus saves. <laughs> this message of reconciliation. So we, turn to your neighbor and say we. That we, we are Christ's ambassadors, representative on the earth. God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead to the world, come back, come back to God. Amen. Let's stop there. Father, even now in the mighty name of Jesus, just move Tracy out of the way. Allow your kind of glory to come forth. Lord, even, Lord, even now. Lord, even, even now. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. I originally was going to say that we are God's neon sign. 
flashing for him. And as I was praying, God flashed across my mind the importance of a sign. And he really flashed across my mind one of the events in my life I really don't want to share. But since he flashed it, he must want me to share it. Do you really know how important a stop sign is? Do you recognize that a stop sign is positioned there to save your life? I was about 16, I had this Camaro, and I was going down, I think it's Wolford. Now, where's that street is, is First Baptist Kenny Heights on? I was on Red Bank. Red Bank ends, and at the end of the street, it's it used to be Foster's store. On Zenzel. Zenzel goes this way, but Red Bank ends. And there's a stop sign right there that you can either go right or left, because if you go forward, there's Foster's. You know what I'm talking about? I don't remember all that I was off on, but I was off probably on some 151 Puerto Rican rum. <laughs> probably some weed or hash, probably some downers. And I got this thing, I was shifting gear. Have you ever heard a three barrel all the way open? It sounds so good. You just don't do it on the street like that. It was dark. I had to be going 90 miles per hour. How I know, it was, uh, it sounded so good. And as I approached, I pressed on the brakes, but I misjudged how fast I was going. And I was going, y'all get the point. I went right past the stop sign. And I don't know how the car did it but the car turned 180 degrees to stop my forward progress. The car that was coming either way down Zenzo had enough time to stop and watch me turn around. A downshift, zoom, 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 off again. I look back now at the danger I was in. Did, did you know that God also got signs? 
and they are as important, even more important than the stop sign that I almost killed my dumb self at. And, and whether you know it or not, if you are in Christ Jesus, you're his sign to the world. That's, that's your calling. He saved you, but then he positioned you, gave you talents and gifts. Let me explain the difference between talents and gifts. Talent is what you can do in the natural without the Holy Spirit. Your gifting what is, has to be empowered by the Holy Spirit in order for you to operate it. But both of them came from God. And then God also gave you a platform. Whether you know it or not, if you are a child of God, you got a platform. Matter of fact, your platform is as important as my platform. It's just not here on Sunday morning. But you got a sphere of influence all around you. Now notice what I said at first. You are God's neon light, which means that your life ought to be shining, whether that's at school, whether that's at work, whether that's at home, wherever you go, your light ought to be blinking. We really don't understand the spiritual dimension of what I'm talking about. In order to capture what I'm talking about, I got to go to the Old Testament and, and bring us up to date. The rest of the world, except from Israel, are worshiping demons. And when they fought anybody, it was about who was God. That's why you were here in the Psalms, the speech, Lord, kill my enemies. Because in the context, what David and the Psalm writer are saying is, Lord, my enemies are your enemies because they are worshiping untrue gods and you are the only true God. Can, can, can I step into this a little bit? Can I step into this a little bit? The reason why God will go into a nation and God said kill all of them was because they were spiritually infested. They had such demonic attachment on them. And listen, and this is generational. So there, God had to say, kill the babies because I can't affect that attachment to attach itself to you. Because if you raise them up with you, you will, they will influence you and they will cut off your light. He said, my light to the world is too important for anything to cut it off. Listen, they understood that as a nation in Israel because you would see them go off and act like other people and get infested. <laughs> My brothers and sisters, this battle of kingdoms is so real that we don't even understand the, the dimensions of it. This um, missionary saved this witch doctor. And this witch doctor was for real. He really had powers. And, and, and how can I say? People who walk in that dimension 
has more understanding of their world than we have of ours. Jesus said it. Jesus said the people of the world are wiser in their generation than you are. He said they, they, they have an understanding of operating in their system. He said, but, the, but, but my children don't understand. So, so, so this witch doctor would say, he would say that what they do, they pick out babies and they look at the baby and say, oh, that one is got it. That one got it, and they start training them from babies. How do they know? Because if you got it, you see others that got it. This witch doctor came over to the United States, and his friend asked him, he said, he said, what do you sense in your spirit? He's a Christian now. He said, you all are just as infested as we are. He said, but we over there, they come as power with fear. He said, over here, they say, don't listen to him. It's not true. There's no such thing as spiritual thing. It's all the natural. You know what? Deception is deception. Is deception. <laughs> no matter how, how, how he deceives you. And, watch this, and we can be sitting right up in the church. And the reason why our light nights shining any brighter. Because we don't understand the battle we in. We don't understand the authority we have. We're not, we're not, we're not really walking in that kingdom agenda because 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 we we like burger king we want the we want the express lane at mcdonald's hold on not the drive through the express drive through we want to place the order before we get there and have it hot by the time we get there so that we don't have to wait at all we want to swipe it before we get there. It's already paid for. That, that idea of somebody need to run with that and start a restaurant. Huh? Huh? Dang, too late. Hold on. So the drive-thru ain't fast enough now. You got to call it in. Did you understand that we take these worldly concepts and we come to God expecting him to act the same way? <laughs> and then get an attitude when it takes too long. Act like it's not you. Act like, just act like. <laughs> we, we want a Burger King God. Have it my way. Put my order in, 
And I want God to do exactly what I said, the way I said it, the way I want it. And if you're not careful, teachers will teach you that. And we have made God, regulated God, to a, to a spiritual bellhop. Not us serving him. Here Paul says, I am his slave. I am his servant. My life is, is poured out for him. You know, you know God, God, God wants to get us to the place that we learn to delight in him and not in what's in his hands. We need to get deeper in relationship with him. That's where the power is. That's where the anointing is. That's where the miracle, as, as long as, as long as I got this attitude, you got this attitude that is all about me, I'm not going to see no miracles. I don't need no miracle. It's when we said, Lord, you gave me my talent. You gave me my gifting. I got a car. You called me into a calling. And, and, and you said, seek you first above everything else. And then you would take care of everything else. Now I have set myself up for miracles. My, my brothers and sisters, it's still a battle that God is using the church that people may see that our God is God. Now, hold on, watch, 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 watch this, watch this, watch this. Our attitudes on the job is going to draw folks or... You know what? We, we click the light on. Hallelujah! Lord is good. That's Sunday morning. Monday at work, we... Oh, I, I moved too fast, didn't I? I knew fast. After, 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 after the prayer, the problem with that is, one of these times, we're going to go to click it and it won't come back on. Here Samson is, Samson can step into, don't think that the power was on him all the time. It was on him for service. The anointing would come on him when he needed it. Because nobody can walk in their humanness in that power all the time. It will physically burn you out. So it will come on when it's needed. Samson got silly with it, though. You know why I say he got silly with it? Samson would cut it off when he put his head in women's laps. God will not allow us to access his power when we playing around with him. The benefit of walking close with him is that there's an abiding, there's a flow, 
there's an overflow. Hey, listen, nothing is as good as walking in this presence. It's the best, it's the best, it's the best thing that you could ever. You know, you know what's the problem with that? There's many Christians that don't even know what I'm talking about. Got access to it. The way been met, but have not reached this. It's like what Deacon, Deacon Jefferson said. It's not, listen, we can't blame nobody for being at the bottom of the totem pole. We have not seen the importance of pushing, pushing our way through. Nothing is going to come easy, even in the spiritual realm. If you want to get to the next level, you got to have a made-up mind. You got to press your way through. You got to have a no-stop attitude. You got to say, Lord, I'm putting you first. Not second, not third, but Lord, I'm seeking you. Not what's in your hand. I'm seeking your hand. He said, I have called you, and I have given you a spirit. Your family is your platform. Your job, listen, if you late every day, why would I want to... Why would I want to hire another Christian when the one I got ain't doing what they're supposed to do? He has a tag on him. And people are watching him to see if his God is making any difference in his life. And I am making a decision on Jesus based on what I see in him. If I don't know Jesus and he says he's a Christian, I'm watching him and I am basing a decision of who he is based on who you are. Now, if he just cussed me out, why do I want to go to church with him the next day? I mean, well, we walk into work one moment. Glory, hallelujah. We had a glorious time yesterday. But on Tuesday, don't say nothing to me. Turned it off. Why would I want what you got? See, if we don't understand, we have just contaminated. We had a restaurant, and the Raider is new. Come on, come come on. And the Raider is new, and I mess up his order. He blasts me. And I hear them talking about they were that new mission, Missionary Baptist Church. They just came for Sunday service. 
So now somebody else sees me, and he, come here, come. And ask me to go to the church. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm the one. I'm the one. What church you go to? I ain't going to that. And that person may never be drawn by their experience. Oh, can, can I go a little bit deeper? Oh, let me go a little bit deeper. Someone come in, I've been in church a long time, and all they got is, is night clothes dresses. Hold on, did I say that wrong? They're coming from the nightclub, and they're wearing what they got. a body. Not only will they be looked at by the men, they get looked at by the women. Because you're scared they might take your man. And we allow suckler stuff to get in the way of a person's soul. Did you know that Jesus died to save people? His interest is in people. His investment is in people. And we set rules and regulations for people who don't know him. And judge them on what they can't do because when you are in the flesh, you're going to act like the flesh. The problem is it's not the people who don't know him who's acting in the flesh. The problem is, is though they ought to be in the spirit acting like they in the flesh. Kingdoms. The source of the kingdom is the attitude that we are acting out of, that we are, and, and, and I hate to say it, safe, but not delivered. Right this. I, I, I'm either being influenced by, and we all do this, I'm even allowing the Spirit of God influencing me because that's the only way I can bring forth the character, the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, long-suffering, temperance, uh, self-control, kindness, gentle. That's the only way I can produce that is the Spirit in me. But, but wait a minute, when I cut off the light, I now have allowed the spirit of the world to now bring out of me what it produces. Why? We're not talking about just attitudes. We're talking about tapping into a resource. Listen, 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 listen. Because we put things in the natural and don't see it for the spiritual, we don't take it seriously. Justin, I'm going to use you up today. <laughs> Not only is there a guardian angel protecting him, there's a demonic spirit who wants to influence him. Not just him, but you too. Watch this. 
If you saw either one, you faint. If you saw the power of the guardian angel, you'll faint. If you saw the ugliness, you'll faint. This is the problem. The ugliness of the one wants to influence his action and thinking and emotion. And we make choices daily of what we allow to. See, because, because, because we don't see it, see it on a spiritual basis, well, 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 it's just who I am. But wait a minute. What Christ did was, I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus, so that shouldn't be me no more. I'm learning to walk in who I am because I really don't know who I am because I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus, so now I can't use that no more. Listen, 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 listen. Who tag do you got on you? And if it's Jesus, do other people see it? He said, he said I gave you something that, that you're, you got talent to play, you, 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 did, you can read, you, you took lessons, and that's a natural ability, but then God even anoints the natural ability that you can do it for him to draw people to him. You are anointed to, 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 to you and Terry to sing and, and do a choir, because there's a lot of people that can sing, but everybody sing don't have an anointing. Sometimes we substitute entertainment for anointing. And then the child, entertainment. Get, get caught up in the entertainment. But not moved in the spirit that brings us closer to God. The anointing brings us closer to God. You know what is happening in the church? People are leaving where there's anointed preaching and they're going where something is tickling their ear. Because they can't discern what is the natural and what is the anointing. The anointing will cut you. The anointing will rebuke you. The anointing will make you see yourself. But if you just want to be all right and not change, There's places out there that will give you that. Listen, to grow in this, God is going to bother you. He'll wake you up in the middle of the night. Right now, some of y'all looking at me like, you could kill me. But it's not me bothering you. It's the Holy Spirit bothering you. The Holy Spirit makes you see yourself and say, eee, that's ugly. We'll change it. We'll change it. Word of God cuts me while I'm prepared. 
cuss me, when I preach it, I get cussed. Nobody is above the word. All of them are under the word, but he's pushing us. He's pressing us. He's processing us because he want our light to shine even brighter. what I found out. When you are really pressing after him, you don't allow just anything to come up in your spirit. You guard yourself. Something come on TV and it start bringing up some old stuff. We start bringing up our memories. And you say, oh no, I can't uh, click it. A song comes on from way back when. And before you was in Jesus, that song was your groove song. And all of a sudden, memories of the past will click it. Because if you stay there long enough, you start looking for that little black book 15 years ago. Twenty years ago, you in the nursing home? I'd be right there. <laughs> way back, way, way, way. Y'all laughing, but if you don't stop those thinking, those feelings. You would be surprised. Uh-uh. Guard your spirit. Galatians. 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 Chapter 5. Living, coming out of the Message Bible, it says, Galatians chapter 5, 16 and 19. My counsel is this. Paul's saying, my counsel to every Christian is leave, live freely. And somebody said, well, I'm free. He said, don't be, bond, don't be set in bondage by the old ways. Don't allow the old nature to put you back in bondage. The Spirit of the Lord has set you free. Stay in the freedom you got and press your way to more freedom. Some of us don't even know what freedom feels like. Some of us are so caught up in bondage, we want to stay. (laughs) 
These are my demon friends. I'm saved, but I've been hanging out with them so long. I want them near so when I need to go back, because I don't trust God enough to let them go. So when you make me mad, I'll call on my demon friend that will allow me to go back to my old nature. Because they will influence me. And this is my cussing demon. He will cuss you out through me. Mess with me. This is my fighting demon. He will knock you out through me. You don't know the old me. I keep them close, because if you make me mad, I'll reach back in. You know what the sad part is? That's a true illustration. And we don't even know we're doing that. In the spiritual world, that's what we do. Because we don't understand what I just laid out, we just say, uh, it's nothing. Uh, that's just me. So, 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 what's this? Click on, click off. Uh-huh. Click on, click, click off. Uh-huh. Click on, yes, click off. Yes, click on, click off. Uh-huh. But, what, but, but, but what's this? The platform guy gave me now is contaminated. And if I have clicked on and clicked off around people too long, I now have lost my sphere of influence because nobody want to hear. I'm a joke. There's Christians that are on the job. You hear, here come this so-called Christian. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Can, can, I, can I go there? You want me to go there? If I came up here and said, I am resigning, I don't want to be a pastor no more, it'd be, Before I walk out the front door, it would be on Facebook. Somebody, somebody is live streaming right now. Churches, it would be like Reverend Venice just resigned. See Terry live streaming right now. <laughs> okay, what's that? She not. I just said. But what? What? Before they get out of church, the buzzword. 
they will call you on the telephone. <laughs> It'd be someone you know. <laughs> you see what I'm talking about? Now watch this. Y'all think because I have a platform, it's a larger influence. But guess what? You got a platform? Oh, yes, sir. People are saying, oh. when you're not carrying yourself in the spirit. They're just lovers of platforms, that's all. But we all got a platform. With power always come responsibility. With authority, there's always accountability. And God is not going to issue out more power than we are capable of handling. Many of us praying for more anointing. Do you know there's a cost to the anointing? (laughs) Do you know he got to break you before he can trust you? You can sit back there. Okay, you, no, not you. <laughs> Told you I was going to use you today. Let me wrap this up. Let me wrap this up. There ought to be a level of pressing to see the next glory of Jesus. It is 2 Corinthians chapter 3. Verse 18, who says, and it starts with really something, said, where well, the Spirit of the Lord is there is liberty, which means then you've been set free. Amen. And what it's trying to say is, he said, take hold to the freedom you got and press towards more. What's this? What's this? What's this? You can, uh, can, I, can, I, can I do something? How's your vision now? You know what he said? Not very good. The truth of the matter is, all of us see Jesus in a fuzzy way. The Holy Spirit is correcting our vision as we allow him to. That is what this verse is saying. He said, we see him from glory to glory, which is saying is that you see him only at the glory you're at now. But there's many more glories to see him. And how you handle the glory that you see determines whether you see him at the next glory. There's always a next glory of seeing him. Now watch this. The object lesson or the responsibility is is allow him to mold you at the glory you see. The only way for that to happen is to keep your eyes on him. Now watch this. If you play in church, close your eyes. You really don't see. Okay, let me ask you. Okay, uh, keep your eyes closed. What would happen if I asked you to?
to walk around the church with your eyes closed? Huh? I'm not going to ask you to try because you may kill yourself. Some of us is walking life with our eyes closed. Because we have not given the Holy Spirit. We have not allowed him to take over. To the degree I allow him to take over. Now open up your eyes. Now what's this? What's this? He sees here. And as he is moving and pressing to see here, this is what the Lord does. Move here. Did you see that? So now he sees more than he used to see. And now he's being transformed into what he saw. But he has moved and showed him more of himself. Now, if he stays faithful and, and keep his eyes on him and he moves closer, as he moves, he's being transformed into what he saw. So he don't need to see that anymore because he's now is that. You don't need to see where you're at. You need to see where you're going. He never wants you to be satisfied with where you're at. Because watch this. No, watch this. Just, just don't catch me. But, but notice what's happening. As he moves, I move. But when he stops, guess what? Why should he show you more when you're no longer chasing him? why some of us can't see nothing because we're not looking at Jesus you can't even after you're born again even